See, other stupid podcasts, like they record every week, whether things happen or not. And us, we can just go a period of time and then just talk about all the good stuff. Yeah, and it's fun if uh, if we're rusty, you know, warts and all. Exactly. I mean, that's probably a whole lot more entertaining for, for the audience. Yeah. I mean, they're probably sick of listening to well-polished professional podcasts by this point. Yeah, with their sponsor breaks and professional production values. Who needs that? Yeah, those those things are for suckers. We need podcasts like mom and dad used to make. Uh, artisan podcasts. That should be our new yeah. our new tagline. Is it artisan or artisan? Artesian? I don't well I'm asking. I don't know. I've heard it I've heard it pronounced the other way and now I'm hearing you pronounce it the other way. Let's see. Define. But you're usually pretty on top of that stuff, so. Uh, you might be correct. Um, artisan. Artisan. All right. Well, you uh, shouldn't have second guessed you. Is is that what I said? Did I say artisan? Yeah, and I said artesian. Artesian. That's like a a well, right? A Cartesian well. Uh, I've never heard that <laughs> phrase before. You could be right, for all I know. Cartesian well, uh, artesian, artesian well. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Something to do with a, a natural well where the water like squirts up. <laughs> like a geyser? Oh, Cartesian well. No, that is a thing. Oh, a misconstruction of artesian well. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thing, you're right. But only so much a, uh, in that it is not a thing. <laughs> it's a common misconception is what I'm taking out of this. Is this a show? Have we started yet? Welcome to Tech Down. The, the somewhat regularly recorded podcast discussing technology and other nerd-related topics. My name is Aaron Comp, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host slash brother, Adam Comp. Adam, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good. I'm looking forward to seeing how you edit this introduction <laughs> because either it's going to... Well, don't draw attention to it because it was flawless. Yeah, it's either a complete train wreck or you worked really hard to make it sound yeah. good. To the uh, audience uh, listening in there in Tech Down Nation, uh, this has been Tech a Down painstakingly Nation. crafted uh, episode. Yeah, We're, I'm stringing together words here mm-hmm. in post. This is this is a process. Artisan podcasts, right here. Oh no, Adam's audio cut out. I think this is an AirPods problem. Let me uh, let me try uh, subbing out the AirPods. One sec. For the record, Aaron is uh, stating that it's an AirPods error that's happening right now. Big fail. Error pods. Error pods. On the subject of AirPods, I love, 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 love my AirPods, but there are some things that I just can't use them for, such as uh, video calls. Yeah, just like this one, huh? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we even switched to just audio only, right? Um, yeah. And uh, no, I still wouldn't trust my, my AirPods. I'm in, since, since I work remotely, I'm in video calls like all the time, and I always use my corded uh, earbuds. Uh, but I, I just, it, you know, I don't even think about it anymore. I use my AirPods when I'm running or walking around the house or going to sleep. Uh, while we're on the subject, I don't know if you or anyone else listening uh, struggles with this, but I have a bunch of different devices I use my AirPods with. So I want to give a plug to a Mac app uh, called Tooth Fairy. 
that is just a icon that sits in your menu bar on your Mac and you click that button and it will automatically pair your AirPods to that device. So I have that installed on my work Mac, my two home Macs, and it makes uh, quickly switching between devices very easy. So if for some reason that's a, an issue for you, I suggest checking out Tooth Fairy. Is it faster than just selecting it from the volume menu? Uh, I think that's something involving like Bluetooth low energy. So I actually don't think I have that option on my older computers. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, I've yeah, added it, it to the notes. Cool, yeah. So I'm, if I'm mistaken, Tech Donation, please let me know. But I don't think I'm able to do that. And if you're in the same boat, Tooth Fairy might help you. So you are not on the latest version of Mac, Mac OS Sierra or whatever? Uh, I am, but I'm on hardware that doesn't support uh, Bluetooth low energy features like the watch oh. unlock. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. I, I like how we've just jumped straight back into show topics. So once again, I think that... Oh my uh, God, I know I shouldn't have done that yeah. because this is going to be murder to edit. So sorry, future Aaron. Yeah. Once again, either uh, it sounds like a total train wreck to our audience, which is okay. Like, go ahead and leave it all in. I'm sure it's super entertaining. It's like uh, a little behind the scenes peek at what we go through. Or yeah. uh, if it sounds fantastic, it means that you worked your took us off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a masterpiece of an episode, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is the show. All right. Well, hey, so since we got uh, our technical glitches out of the way early, yeah. I figure we can go ahead and roll into uh, our first stop here on the Tech Down train. Okay. And that is uh, what I believe is uh, a Tech Down original, a segment that we like to call Follow Up. Invented on Tech Down. Yes, we're trademarking that. So if I'm pretty sure we coined it. Yeah, I think so. So uh, what, what do we got, man? Hit me with some follow-up. Um, well, I mean, really quick. So you're referencing uh, John Syracuse on reconcilable differences. Like, you listen to this? Yeah, yeah. How? Yeah. how oh, man. His meltdown. <laughs> it's like the I thing that... I could not believe what I was listening to. Yeah. He, like, wants to be known for follow-up more than anything else. And is like, more than I want anything else in my life. And it's, uh, I, I don't know. I didn't... I didn't uh, you know what? Out of the whole thing, though, it really highlighted the fact that I was falling into the exact same trap of like, oh, follow up, which is something that's existed before the dawn of time. But John Syracuse also does like that was my mind frame where no one person can't come up with the idea of follow up, you know, mm. but apparently that was not the case. And John Syracuse did. Yeah. Yep. So uh, let the record state. Um yeah, that was a very interesting podcast to listen to. But getting into our follow-up, um, I, I hear that you've been uh, corrected by TechDown Nation about some pronunciation. Yep, I've been disabused of a word that I had not, I don't know, I had no awareness of before. It, I spoke it out loud a on a podcast. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. This has been just like rag on Aaron's pronunciation of every word day. Pro pronunciation. Sorry, I have trouble enunciating. I speak things phonetically. You got to put that emphasis on the right syllable. Yeah, yeah. So what? What is this? Yoast? Yoast? Yeah. Uh, now I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure it's yoast. So uh, last episode, which was quite a few weeks back at this point, um, but I was very excited for my new shiny toy, Snapchat Spectacles, which I got from a Snapbot. Uh, which landed in Ann Arbor, specifically at Yoast Arena, which I mistakenly mispronounced Yoast, I think. 
so I would like to thank friend of the show, uh, Paul Schultz, for correcting me there. Thank you very much for not letting that stand. Yep. You are now more educated. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. We have a very high-level audience, and I appreciate uh, that. We do. Yeah, detail-oriented folk. Also from Ann Arbor. Uh, so I think that helps a little bit. Definitely. Uh, Detroit, Ann Arbor area. U of M fans at the at the very least. Um, all right. So next uh, item of follow-up. I think you added this Washington, D.C. trip. And so this one is interesting because um, I recently went to Washington, D.C., and you, I just found out today, are going to be going to Washington D.C. So I don't know who's uh, spoilers. Who's trip- that was the that was the big switch up in this piece of follow up. That uh, when I wrote this, yeah, when I wrote this, I was talking about my Washington D.C. trip, but I thought it might be interpreted as your Washington D.C. trip. Can't uh, can't pull one over on me. So so yeah, I I went uh, I drove to North Carolina with my family for vacation and stopped off at Washington D.C. Walked around for a couple of hours, and it was awesome. Um, took some pictures, didn't really go in any museums or anything like that, um, but it was it was really cool to be there. We listened to Hamilton, like, uh, the entire time we were in Virginia and Maryland. So, uh, so that, that was neat, too. But so you are going to Washington, D.C. as well? Yeah, so today we're recording Tuesday, April 18th, 2017. Tax day. Yes, tax day, you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, and Mary Beth and I spontaneously bought some cheap tickets from Google Flights. Uh, so we're going to be heading out to Washington, D.C., capital of the nation, in uh, mid-early uh, June. Early June? Never been. So I was hoping maybe you would have some recommendations. I think we're actually going to be spending a lot of time going to museums. So uh, between the two of us, it will be like one f- uh, like full trip on tech down when we put the two halves together of our washington dc trips how long are you going to be in washington dc like a long weekend i think we leave very late thursday night and then we leave uh come back very early sunday morning uh, so we have a full day friday saturday gotcha yeah so uh my, my thing would be you're gonna have plenty of time but we showed up and we walked around and then we were like all right let's go inside some of these museums and uh they all had like lines out the door that were just insane oh, and really? it was starting to get hot and we had the kid with us so uh my recommendation would be to go to museums more early in the day when the lines are a little bit shorter and then maybe walk around when it gets later in the day um, yeah that's that's a good call because the other tip i heard was that the museums are free so that actually kind of makes sense why they're so busy then well i mean you have already paid for them right this entire area runs off oh, of your tax dollars yeah. yeah they're free in the way roads are free yeah exactly but which some of them are i rode on a lot of turnpikes on the way to washington dc so some roads oh, are look free. at you i know adam the contrarian double double dipping is what uh is what's happening there but yeah washington dc is uh is a great place you're gonna have a good time um you are abstaining from listening to hamilton for reasons that i still can't really understand and uh I, it, you know, I just, I just want the first time to be special, Adam. That's all. Well, maybe your first time could be as you were walking around Washington D.C. and it could be special in that way, um, because it, it was, it's, it's really cool to be listening to Hamilton and uh, being like, oh, they're talking about uh, the Chesapeake Bay, and that's, uh, that's right there. Like, I, I, I just drove over that. Um, so, yeah, if you're gonna break your, uh, your Hamilton abstinence. Uh, then uh, this might be a good time to do it. 
Yeah, I'm not like to be fair. It's not like I'm abstaining, but it's only until the theater production. Uh, I'm able to see the theater production, so it's you know, it is an abstinence of sorts. I consider it more of a fast, though. Okay. All right. All right. Well, to each his own, I guess. Yeah. Um. All right. It's all right. Follow up. Uh. Point number three. I, you put in home movies, and I can only assume that you uh you want to talk about what I've been doing today. Yeah, yeah. So like seven hours ago, you tweeted, uh, or I don't even think you tweeted, you Snapchatted a video of like all of these miniature cassette tapes slash VHS tapes like laid out on the floor, decades worth of our personal home movies. Uh And I think you've been spending uh, every hour since then working on transcribing these from like old ass digital or uh, analog media to newfangled youtube digital media right uh well to be clear um in case anyone that i currently work with is listening to this um i i I worked all day and got all of my work done and uh during Mm -hmm. my my break times uh my my, like lunch break i encoded some some old home movies and uploaded them to youtube yeah i i didn't mean to make it sound like you were uh, doing this fun activity instead of working. Of course, of course not. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. I just want to make sure that everything's clear for any any potential bosses who might be listening right now. Hmm. Good uh, call. Good good clarification. But yeah, uh, I, I think that it's uh, it's pretty cool. I, we've got like videos from 1991 all the way up to 2008 in there on tape. And then uh, dad started shooting some digital video after that, I think. Um, and so I encoded the 1991 videos today and put them on YouTube, which is really cool because um, they are unlisted right now and they are, you know, in the cloud. Um, and if we want to share the videos with people, we can like just copy a URL of the video and send it out and we can even link to particular timestamps and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's been pretty cool. Uh, while, uh, we were eating dinner, we had this going in the background and, uh, my kid was just obsessed. Oh, really? I, I don't know if he really realized that it was his family members that he was watching. We were telling him, but I, I don't know if he really made the connection, but mm-hmm. he, uh, like one video would end and he would want to watch the next one. So he was getting a big kick out of it. Um, wow. but yeah, like, uh, it's, it's our family and it's a lot of family friends who we still see and, it would be really cool to send them links to some of these videos at particular timestamps where th- there's one uh, where uh, our family friend Caitlin bites her dad. She's like, <laughs> she's like uh, maybe a couple months old and uh, she, she bites, <laughs> bites her dad while, uh, while on, on tape and it's hilarious. So I, oh, I was thinking great. I'd really like to send that to Caitlin. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she would appreciate that 25 years later. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh yeah it's a it's a fun project. Um, I think YouTube will be kind of a cool place for being able to share these and make sure that they live on. I'm also uh, like you said, um, or maybe you didn't say it, but I've got uh, MP4 files that uh, I'll be able to zip up and send send to everyone once I'm done. But in the meantime, uh, we can just kind of enjoy them on YouTube. Have you have you watched them at all? No, I haven't watched any yet, uh, so I'm excited to. Dude. Uh, it's, so, like, how how much video are we talking here? Uh, yeah, so each tape was 20 minutes long, and uh, so each YouTube video is, like, a couple minutes under 20. Um, and it, 
I'm remembering this thing as uh, as I'm ripping these videos where like you would have a 20 minute tape that got filled up for 15 minutes from Christmas or whatever. And then like just tack on a couple it, little unrelated things. Exactly. I'm remembering dad would break out the video camera and be like, all right, we've got three minutes of tape left. Do something. Yeah. And so that like on one of the tapes, it's just you and me. And uh, we have like those uh, birthday party things that you blow into and the thing uncurls, whatever you call those. Oh, yeah. And we're just blowing on those for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you are, I think you're like two years old, one years old. And uh, you are just friggin' adorable. I, on the other hand, am like nine and pretty awkward. Hideous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Child of the 90s. Dude, I've got... Terrible. Yeah, I've got a, a terrible haircut. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure between the two of us, your haircut was worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in re- like, yours would look terrible on an adult. Uh, but at like, for, for those of you who haven't seen old pictures of Aaron which is probably most of you. Basically, True. it's like a mullet with like long golden curls down his back um, as long as they could be at that age. Like, I don't, I don't think you had a haircut until you were like 11 or something like that. Oh my God, yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't know. You're two there, and you've got just a, a really adorable smile, and the haircut suits you. So um, I, I think of the videos that I've uploaded so far, you come out uh, the best of any of us, so... Well, that's good to hear. Should I should I bring the mullet back, the bleach blonde mullet? Yes. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't think you would say no to that question. <laughs> yes, Thanks. you should. You always have my best interest at art. Got your back, man. I wouldn't steer you <laughs> wrong. Man, well, that's great. Thank you for uh, for you know running with that, uh, putting digitizing our precious family memories. Uh, you know, we live in a social media age and we share all of our pictures like for instance we just got done with the easter holiday yeah and we had tons of pictures to share from that so it's cool to kind of reach back through you know decades past and and surface that stuff because obviously i haven't seen or thought about it for years and years and years you know yeah and and it's especially uh poignant for us because uh our dad died like five years ago and he's the one shooting most of these videos, but occasionally he's like in front of the camera. Like there's this really cool scene of just you and him and you're just sitting on the couch and he's trying to get you to whistle or something like that. And it's probably something <laughs> that uh, you've you've probably never seen it before. And I don't, I don't remember it, but it's it's really cool to uh, see you guys interacting like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So check it out. Um, you have any any other follow up? related items uh no we've got a pretty good topic list we should jump into that no uh one, one last piece of follow-up so it's with a heavy heart i do have to report that uh oh. we, we lost a dear friend um between these uh last the last episode we recorded in this one um it was pretty hard for us mary beth and i actually had to say goodbye to our oldest cat yahtzee uh he had an awesome run 18 years old and uh Sadly, he passed away this last Friday, uh, surrounded by his um, mom and dad, and had a great day playing out in the sun, hanging out with his little sister, Jenga. So uh, that was a really tough uh, part of this weekend, and we just really appreciated uh, all the family togetherness that we were able to spend with with you and uh, also Mary Beth's side of the family, because that really helped us like you know, keep our spirits up, because th- this has been a, a really tough time. So 
thank you to everyone who's you know checked in on us uh even the couple people who've sent us nice gifts uh mary beth put together her pets and pins charity so it's really obvious how much animals uh mean to her and that one in particular she had yati since she was seven years old so just wanted to put that one out there for the record it was really tough but uh we love you buddy yeah it's tough uh it's tough losing pets like that mm-hmm. all right man speaking of pets i hear uh yours in the background there yeah that, that's the uh artisan podcast yeah Handcrafted. like the the third beetle i guess I, I don't know that didn't that didn't transfer as well as hoping but the unspoken tech down host <laughs> is he is he comp yeah. yeah is he comp yeah weighing in so start us off we have a lot of video game related stuff so if you're less interested in the video games uh maybe skip ahead a little bit because we got a fair amount here nah, would you say uh, that that's stupid this is going to be interesting you're gonna love it even if you're not interested in video games you should listen yeah yeah if you're not interested in video games you're what wrong. are you doing you should feel bad about yourself yeah yeah uh yeah maybe not i wouldn't maybe i wouldn't go that far but we're gonna make it interesting um so we're sorry tech down nation please come back i uh i got to play your switch a little bit you brought it to easter and uh you've been playing a whole lot more than i have but i am yeah uh, I, i'm dying to hear your kind of in-depth impressions of the thing yeah, so we're talking, of course, about Nintendo's new handheld slash console system, the Nintendo Switch. It's called uh, so because you can switch between different types of uh, configurations for the system. So there's a dock that you can drop the handheld into, and it will project up to your television. You can play like a standard console game. I, I thought it was called the Switch because you could beat your kids with it. Oh, man. Yeah, but you you can only do that if it's uh, smaller than the diameter of your thumb, I believe, is the rule. Mm, yes, that's right. So it will work for that. And it's a Nintendo console, so it's super durable. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and, yeah, definitely do that. Yep. Um, And, and so the game that I've been playing uh, the most. You and everybody else. Yes. It, this has been my dedicated Zelda Breath of the Wild machine, which is a just flat-out gorgeous, fantastic, innovative game. like. It deserves every accolade it's gotten and will continue to get. I, I am sure it will be a contender for Game of the Year, if not one of the best games ever made in hindsight. Yeah. Um, and it has been, like, awesome. Dude, I, I have heard from so many people that have said that this is in contention for their favorite video game of all time, which which kind of blows my mind. It, it's it's up there for you, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Like it's it's been uh, the main thing that I've been occupying myself with for the last couple of weeks. Like it is a ton of fun. Uh, and you haven't beat it yet. Do you know how far into it you are? Yeah, I do have a pretty good idea. So, like with Zelda, you end up having to get like X amount of something before you can like complete the game. So way back in the day, you had to put together the pieces of the Triheart or the Triforce for uh, Ocarina of Time. For Wind Waker, you had to put together like seven of something for something something. Uh, this one, it's a lot more straightforward. You just have to defeat four divine beasts, they're called. Uh, and then you can go on and complete the game. So far, I've completed three of these divine beasts. Mm. And really, I'm just like chilling. Like I'm taking it pretty easy, you know, going slow, still just kind of um, moseying my way around the world map. Like the the big thing about this game is there's a huge sense of discovery around uh just you know finding new areas a lot of video games nowadays they give you a hud and a a mini map and then they'll 
like put a little arrow from where you are to where your objective is and they'll put like helper text if you stand still for too long because you might be lost like they they just kind of treat you like you have no idea what you're doing and zelda is the complete opposite to the point where it was confusing when i first started about what i was supposed to be doing and actually i like went in the wrong direction and like could not figure out what i was doing for like two and a half hours straight before i was like you know what let me reload and then try this again. And sure enough, like two minutes in, I was like, oh, I had to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, they do not hold your hand in this game. And I really appreciate that, that actually. And it's like real life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could find yourself wasting so many hours if you don't talk to the right people. It's a good lesson to learn, actually. Life skills. That's true. Um, so I am so uh, excited to both get a Switch and to play Zelda. Um, I want to play it with my son though, who is almost two now. And I think he is so close to having the attention span to, uh, like watch me continue to play a game like Zelda. Um, and that I think in like maybe, maybe six months or so, he will be like prime age for us to play through it together. Um, I'm jumping ahead in the bulleted list a little bit, but, uh, he has been watching me play the game Limbo, which, uh, right. Which I've never played, but I've heard so much about. Oh my God. It's really good. Uh, and it's just a side scroller game. It's just black and white. It's maybe a little scary and violent for his Mm -hmm. age. Um, especially if you ask his mother. Um, but, uh, he will, uh, ask me to play that game and he'll watch me play for like a good solid 15, 20 minutes before he gets bored. So, um, a couple more months, I think he'll be ready for something like Zelda and I will, uh, be able to experience what everybody says is one of the best games ever made. So looking forward to that. Yeah. And it'll be an awesome bonding experience. Uh, so on that subject though it connor's played like some video games right like weren't you guys playing mario run together yeah i mean uh, like that mostly him watching you play minutes at a time and him not really understanding what's going on and like if i if i play he'll want to touch the screen and and mess it like it's a a very loose definition of us playing that video game okay you know um yeah so that would like definitely (laughs) Uh, I think it sounds great as a game for you to play uh, and him watch. Yeah, because my concern was the uh, hand-eye coordination there, the dexterity needed. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, that would definitely uh, be an issue. So that might still be there, but like it would be just you know a, an awesome experience for him. Like everyone remembers their first Zelda, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be a spectator to be sure. Although I will say uh, we've played Rocket League a little bit, and we've gotten to the point where he will hold down the gas on the controller and I'll just steer around and that's how we'll play. So that's I, awesome. I, I don't, maybe he'll be uh, controlling video games sooner than I think. Yeah. I got to give him more credit. That kid can like hold on a conversation with you. He's so smart. Yeah. So maybe like give him, give him a few un- uninterrupted weeks of playing Zelda yeah. and he'll be like, you know, a phenom. Yeah. I, kids these days are just being brought up with Dude. Snapchat and, and you know, touch screens, VR, all this stuff yeah Yeah. he's gonna be an aficionado you know it's pretty funny uh that you mention uh you know just like playing together like as a you know with a companion you know your son or uh you know just in general playing uh playing games together that's actually why i put this other item on the list which is lego harry potter 
So for those in Tech Down Nation who do not know, uh, myself and my wife are gigantic Harry Potter fans. We love the books. We love the movies. Uh, we actually just bought tickets to the upcoming PotterCon that is in May. Oh, my God. Uh, like, we're huge. So the other weekend, my wife asked if we can start watching Harry Potter, as we do. Uh, this is like her go-to movie when she doesn't feel well, and she gets pretty frequent migraines, so we watch a lot of Harry Potter. And I actually ended up picking up Lego Harry Potter in a PlayStation Flash sale. So I suggested that instead of watching the game, we actually play it together. So we started playing through the first movie, uh, or first game, I should say, of the Harry Potter uh, series. And if you are familiar with the series, we just completed the Troll in the Dungeon scene. So we're still very early into it, but it's been, a real, again, a really cool bonding experience, like something we wouldn't normally do, like play video games together. It's more of my uh, passion. Like it was, it was something neat where we were able to kind of meld together something I like to do with something we both like to do, which is watch Harry Potter. And she's actually, I feel like, been having a really good time. You know, like the the Lego way to do things is actually pretty funny with video games <clears throat> where like, they don't do a whole lot of or, or any voiceover. It's like all just kind of almost like charades uh, through the Harry Potter uh, series. And I know they treat their other properties like that too, Star Wars and so on. Um, and it's just kind of like a really neat uh, retelling of the story, but like for fans who kind of know the plot beats and, you know, there's like little uh, nonverbal jokes that they throw out there. Um, and it, it's just been really fun. Like, again, going back to like, doing something together you know I, I like that a lot cool and uh it chris pratt is in this game right what is he no i, I don't think so oh man <laughs> trying to jazz it up man I, she would have been all about it we've been playing a lot more like <laughs> harry potter that maybe he is i don't know stranger things yeah, have in happened the, in the third book peter quill comes and they fight off aliens mm-hmm. exactly um, yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. I'm glad that you and Mary Beth are getting into games together. You guys have played uh, some PlayStation VR together as well. Yeah, and actually a little bit of Rocket League, now that you mention it. Does she hold down the gas button? Yeah, yeah, and I steer around. And uh-huh. we're, we're pretty good like that. Yeah. Actually, I think we could probably take on you and Connor. <laughs> let's, let's set it up. Comp. I'd like to uh, see that. Competition. Uh-huh. Uh, and then kind of, you know, continuing this topic of playing video games together, uh, I was able to bring over my Nintendo Switch to our mom's house for the Easter holiday. And, um, you know, I was able to play with our brother Austin and uh, I think a few other folks too. Um, And we played this game 1-2-Switch, which is sort of like a combination between Wii Sports and Mario Party, I would say, where it's a bunch of mini games that are all like a little bit more physical based like you do something with the controller that's very much like a Wiimote from the Wii days um and that was fun like I feel like everyone had a good time a lot of those games are like super silly like there's a sandwich eating contest one that some people bowed out of because it's like no nah, I don't I don't feel comfortable going quite so far out there so I feel like we need to play that game again but maybe like a couple beers deep mm. so everyone's feeling a little bit looser that's a good idea game night Let's hook it up. Yeah, game night. Uh, yeah, and uh, one of the people who played, I, I like played a little ping pong mini game and uh, like a sword fight one. But uh, my wife actually played quite a few, which is perfect because uh, I'm going to be trying to convince her that we need a switch in our lives, uh, sometime soon, and I think this will help. 
Yeah, that's like the gateway game. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and it reminded me of WarioWare. Actually, did you ever play that one? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I did play that on the DS. Just a whole bunch of little teeny tiny like micro games. Um, like, and it wasn't like super fast paced one after the other. Um, but it's not like super in depth or anything. There's just a large volume of these games, and they're kind of silly and uh. Just, just kind of fun. So it, it reminded me of that, and uh, I, I, I like, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and actually, in the next week or so, I think uh, the next Mario Kart game will be released, which is a oh re-release. Yeah, I know of the Dude. Wii U Mario Kart, which is Mario Kart Eight, and I did not play that, so I am super excited for Mario Kart. And you know what was so cool? I was thinking about it. Is that you just brought your Switch, and then you set it on a table, like you said, and you detach the controllers and that's how everybody played the game we like kind of sat yeah. in a circle in the living room um once like when mario kart comes out will we be able to do something similar or do we need like a bunch more controllers if we wanted everybody know. to play i mean like it would definitely work well for that docked mode where the two people would have you know their little controller and they could play split screen side to side i think mario party will support uh Two people bringing their switches and going head to head, so a total of four players on two different systems. Mario which would Party, be pretty awesome. Did I say party? Mario Kart. Kart. Okay. Yeah, I was Mario Tennis, Mario Soccer, whatever. Yeah, I, I was gonna say uh, if there's a Mario Party game that, I mean, there will be eventually. I'd have to imagine, but yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean that that sounds really cool. It's early days, but I'm enjoying it. I think it was a pretty good investment so far. Mm, yeah. Invest in your entertainment. It's hard to go wrong. Yeah. yeah. So what's this last item that we have here in video games? Uh, yeah, we've been talking about multiplayer games a whole lot. Um, my single player game that I've been playing uh, when I get a free minute and the kid is not around is Doom. And I just wanted to bring it up because I am almost done with it and it just kicks ass, man. It is. Dude, I hear this from so many people that Doom is amazing. It is. Like, I, I don't know if I would say it's amazing. It's just fun. And it's mindless, and it's just you, you feel really powerful killing a whole bunch of demons, and you've got these these really cool weapons, and the music is great. Like this is the first game in a while where I have listened to the soundtrack on Spotify for like long periods of time and gone back to it, um, and it is uh, it is r- really really good. Um, Dude, your internal system is like Uber Star ratings, where it has to be like the most amazing mind-bending experience you've ever seen for it to be five stars. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, it's pretty good, four stars. It's so like to me, everything you just said, like you searched out the the soundtrack. You're like talking about how powerful you feel defeating the em- enemies, and then you're like, yeah, it's all right. Like, wow, <laughs> what is amazing to you, dude? Well. I mean, like, that's it. Like, it's not super deep. There's a story. And, like, if you play video games to, like, care about the story or get emotionally invested, there's, like, there's none of that. It it doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, And Yeah, I have heard that, too, though, where you're really playing for the gameplay and not for the story. Yeah, if you, like, if you want something more than just running around and shooting demons in, you know, basically room after room after room after hallway after like there's not much more than that but uh if if that sounds like something that uh you could be entertained by then this is definitely something to check out i got this one on a on a sale i i love how often playstation has these sales for digital downloads too i i got it for i think 50 percent off so it was like 20 bucks 
Um, Dude, I'm like all in on digital, man. Oh I'm my loving gosh. it. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, something crazy would have to happen for me to buy another physical uh, media for like a, like a game or movie or something like that. It's been a while since I got one. Uh, I don't know if that flash deal, so that flash sale is still going on or not, but oh. I'll definitely have to keep an eye out for Doom. Yeah, I, I doubt it. But if I see it for sale, I'll let you know. Cool. Um, all right, so we've got these three last topics. Um, uh, let's hit the the OA really quick, and then get into the Apple stuff, and we can we can end it like that. Alrighty. Uh, so I just wanted to say that uh, been watching the OA. Have you heard of this at all? Yeah. How do you pronounce that? The O. The OA. The OA. Uh, it's the OA. OA. Uh, it is a Netflix original show. Um, and there's not a lot that I can say about it, uh, without spoiling things. So I'm not going to say anything. Um, it, it's one of those kind of shows other than, yeah. uh, it is just, it, it was really good. My wife and I watched the entire series in probably about a week, which is really fast for us. We started watching it on our, our, uh, it, it's only one season and I think it's like eight episodes or 10 episodes. So um, that, that qualifies as binge watching for parents of a two-year-old. Um, but, uh, it's, it, it, uh, sucked us in like, uh, no TV show has in a while. So recommended wow. if you're looking for something new to watch the OA. Would you compare it to anything? You know, it had, uh, thematically it was similar to Lost in the, I, oh, I didn't even know you watched that. Yeah, yeah, I watched Lost up until like season five, and then I stopped, which seems like the exact right plan. So I never went back to it. Um, but it, it's similar to that in the this is all insane. It's going a direction that I did not know it was going to go, and I need to know what happens next. Hmm. Um, the the stories aren't like they're not on the island in the OA or anything like that. The stories are not the same at all. But just the the way that they tell a story and uh, the way that you're like this is this is crazy i have to see what's next it's it's similar similar to lost hmm. cool yeah i liked lost uh it definitely like i agree it had its its ups and downs and i actually don't entirely remember how that uh series ended but i'll definitely have to check out the oa that is one of those uh series where i've been like careful to avoid spoilers. We were just talking about reconcilable differences, and I think they've spent some time talking about the OA. Yeah, that might be where you got this idea. And uh, I've been uh, avoiding yeah. those episodes. Yeah, I finally got to go back and listen to the second mm. half of that episode of Reconcilable Differences. I really appreciate their spoiler spot. Yeah. You know, the, I think that's a very good idea. The, the spoiler spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and good. I also appreciate the mispronunciation of so many things. Yeah, Merlin's got my back. Yeah, Merlin's the man. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's the OA. You want to hit these two Apple things and then get out? Yeah, even though it fills me with great sadness. All right, so I, I would say the least, the less exciting thing, at least from my point of view, is this uh, the Mac Pro, iMac Pro one. Um, I, I think it's exciting to a lot of people, but not super exciting to me, except for it, uh, from like a couple different angles. Um, so just to, to set the scene a little bit, we are living in a world where about a week ago, Apple pulled aside a couple of tech journalists and was like, hey, so uh, we're planning on building a new Mac Pro, that computer that we've been neglecting for the last three years, um, but it's not going to come out this year. 
and that's all they said. And people assume that it's going to come out next year, but uh, Apple didn't say that, so it could actually potentially it, be. In fact, they carefully uh, uh, clarified that it they did not mean it's coming next year. Right. They only meant it is not coming this year. Yeah. So uh, that's the that, that's the Mac Pro, which is not a computer that I'm super interested in buying. Um, but they also, in that little briefing that they gave, mentioned that they were looking to make pro, like something along the lines of pro-level enhancements to the iMac, um, which is a computer that I have my eye on and have been thinking about getting as my next computer for a while. So uh, that is something that uh, was a little bit interesting to me. Dude, that would be so cool. Like, I... I... Where I was just talking earlier in this episode, how I don't have any computers that are new enough to run like Bluetooth low energy features, like having your Apple Watch unlock your Mac, things like that. My newest computers from 2011, like it would be such an upgrade to get an iMac Pro. You know, yeah. when that when it finally does get announced, a Retina screen and you know that nice thin uh, unibody. Um, enclosure with a bunch of US USB-C ports like oh be amazing yeah and uh, the thing that I really hope they add to the iMac is target display mode which is something that they had in the iMacs for a little while and they took away and basically it lets you use your iMac as a external monitor Right. And so I I work from home and I have a, right now a work laptop and a personal laptop. And if I could get a personal iMac and replace my personal laptop with that, then and it supported target display mode, then I would be able to plug my work laptop into my personal iMac and kind of have a big workspace for my work stuff and then unplug it when I'm done with work and have that big workspace for my personal stuff. So that's that's my dream feature. And if they add that, then I would have a tough time saying no. Yeah. Dude, just like desktop retina would be so cool. Yeah. I, I love that. I got that now. You could get that today. I know. I, I And it w- again, would be a gigantic leap, but it's not anything that's in the budget right now. And it'll be so much sweeter if I wait, right? Mm, yeah plus this way you get to like go to washington dc and stuff yeah good point uh, yeah, and then some yeah and hawaii you're going there too right it's gonna be a good year for the comps live it up before you have kids you're doing it right my friend um but but so my bigger i think the way that this impacts me and maybe some of our listeners who might use max and might not be in the market for buying a new one um, is that this kind of reinforces a um, devotion on Apple's side to Mac OS, which is something that they've kind of been focusing on less in uh, in lieu of iOS and iOS devices like the iPhone and uh, iPad. And so them saying we are investing like multiple years of research into a new pro level type of computer. Um, that at least says that they're not in like a phase out mode for, uh, or, or to me, at least it says they're not in like phase out mode for all of their software. So I, I would think that this would mean that over the next couple of years, we could still have some, uh, interesting features to look forward to for Mac OS, which I, I, uh, I, I like my phone a lot and I use it a lot, but I get all of my work done on 
my 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 laptops and so um i'm i'm interested in seeing what uh new and exciting features get brought to mac os and, and it made me sad when it felt it, it's felt like the mac has been uh uh really really secondary and an afterthought lately and so this kind of renews hope i think that uh not just the mac pro will see some new life but uh the the mac os uh uh software as well yeah because you do have legitimate like professional needs like you do create ios applications in your spare time and professionally as well yeah. uh, so like you have a reason to have a uh, like a macintosh you know like an old school mac and i do audio editing for this podcast and occasionally do like a small amount of video editing and i'm interested in getting into that more in the future otherwise i don't have a lot of needs for like an actual mac you know i it, it's funny cuz i was listening recently uh to the talk show with john gruber and he mentioned how like sometimes he'll reach out to his mac computer and attempt to like swipe the timeline on his Twitter app or something like that. Yeah. And I've actually had the opposite experience where I'll like dock my phone next to my computer and then I will like try to use my cursor and like move it over <laughs> to my phone yeah. and to like scroll that way. So it's, it's just been this interesting situation where like I've kind of experienced the inverse of what he's talked about. Like no, mostly I, I, I feel like, except for a few like use cases I could get away with only using iOS devices and yet like my brain's mental model for how you interact with these things still seems to be a little hardwired towards using a mouse which I thought was like a little bit funny. Hmm. Yeah, you're uh you're an old timer. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh John Gruber by the way is like uh a fan of the show apparently. Is that is that a bridge too far, do you think? Uh, I, w- I would call him an acquaintance of the show. A- acquaintance of the show. I mean, he's maybe he doesn't listen to the show, but he like he tries to give us swag, right? And he follows yeah. you on Twitter now. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a little bit needy. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that that was pretty cool. We uh we like had a little conversation, just you know, brother to brother on Twitter, and I happened to tag at Daring Fireball and John Gruber himself, um, you know, indie Mac blogger slash apple i don't know conversationalist like the whole segment we were just talking about with mac pro and imac pro and how a small group of journalists was privileged enough to talk to apple about that oh yeah john was in there he was one of those guys that's really cool so yeah it's it's nice to see john uh follow the show and engage with his fans like that was really cool yeah i appreciated that and he was like john he was like trying to uh give us shirts and stuff i mean it's like what am i gonna do with all this daring fireball swag john like get off my ba- like I've got my own clothes to wear, okay? Um okay, so uh Mac Pro, iMac Pro. Looking forward to uh seeing where that goes. It's good. Yeah. We can I mean that's evergreen for a while. I feel like we can talk about that at least through June. Yes, sir. And what's happening in June? Uh let's see. If memory serves, uh WWDC 2017 is uh is uh, going yes. down. San Jose. Uh, yes. It's going down. For Uh, once again, there was a lottery to pick the uh, most handsome and intelligent attendees possible. Um, and so if you met a certain intelligence and handsomeness threshold, wait a minute, I think you were automatically selected. I'm, I'm assuming this is how they did it because 
both of us put our names in the hat, and I uh, I was selected to go to WWDC, and uh, some some people were not. Yeah, I think this was an age before before beauty uh, situation. Oh, you think that's it? Okay. Yeah, because it wasn't alphabetical. I know that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for it looks like for the second time, I will be getting to go to WWDC, and you are. Um, just uh, perpetually on the enjoying from the sidelines, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Living vicariously through my brother. Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, I'll. I'll go and I will uh, try to do you proud. Maybe I'll actually whip up my own tech down uh, t-shirt to wear to uh, to rep the podcast. But uh, I'm. I'm. I'm excited. I don't know a single other person that's going though. So that's going to be a little weird. I'm going to have to like make make friends and be social and stuff. Uh, it's going to be really uh, uncomfortable for you. You're you're such an introverted uh, person. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so I, I guess nobody I know personally is going, but uh, uh, Marco and John got in of the Accidental Tech podcast, and, and Casey did not. Is that right? Or did all three get in? I think Casey actually did get in, yeah. unless I'm remembering wrong. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so the three of oh, those— Oh, Marco did not. That's what it was. Oh, he didn't, he didn't even put his name in. That's what— Yeah. Yeah. Um, Federico Vitici of uh, Mac Stories also got in. Uh, he's a he's a guy that I follow on Twitter, and he's kind of a tastemaker in the Apple uh, Apple sphere or whatever. So he'll be there. So these are, I mean, I'm basically making a list of new friends, uh, uh, new friends that I need to make when I go to California in June. So looking forward to it. Yeah, this should be a really good time, man. Uh, and if you're keeping count, which I am, uh, this is my fourth time straight getting rejected from WWDC. Mm. So uh, if you can top that streak, let me know, because I have not heard from anyone who has uh, had four years or longer uh, not getting in after submitting their name for the raffle. So like in some ways, I'm pretty impressed with myself. And in other ways, I, re- I just really want to go to WWDC. Are you, know? are, are you sure you're doing it right at this point? Are you going to like... WWD. Yes, I am emailing WWDC at <laughs> apple.com yeah. and nothing's happening. Yeah. No response. No nothing. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't am know I what doing to tell you. Wrong? No, no, that's perfect. I think that's how everyone okay. does it. I thought so. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. But uh, well, it, it, maybe we can do a boots on the ground episode. You know, we already record uh, tech down remotely. If you didn't know, Adam and I are not here in the same room together. So maybe we can do some hot takes, the, as the Internet says. The power of technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can uh, give some uh, some in. What is it? On, on, Insight. Yeah. Some like in the in the field. Uh, oh, boots on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I I can give those kind of impressions. Maybe I should learn more words before I do it, but... Field notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can do that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. It'll be, it'll be good times. Anything that you are excited about for WWDC 2017 before we sign off for the night? Uh, yeah, so the... Uh, definitely, yeah. The big thing that I've been focused on myself, uh, so... If you've been following Tech Down for a while, you might know that I'm a relatively new homeowner. My wife and I celebrated our first year in the house back in February. Uh, and in the last like 12 months or so, I've spent a lot of time putting together my smart home. Yep. So I've, I've done a lot like um, 
putting putting uh, Philips Hue light bulbs in all my fixtures. I have a smart door uh, door lock. Uh, I even have a smart outlet, which is really neat. Um, and so I'm starting to run up uh, against some limitations and just, I don't know, I have some feature enhancements that I would like to see in the uh, HomeKit ecosystem, specifically with Apple's Home app, uh, which would be really, really nice to see some love to that. So that's like right there, the thing I'm most excited about. Um, but I'm sure I'll be pleasantly surprised by some things that I hadn't even considered, you know, as Apple loves to do. Yeah. Um, for me, I am really hoping that Apple introduces some new Siri kit domains. Um, they last year at WWDC introduced a way for developers, third party developers of apps to integrate with Siri so that you can activate her from you know, any device that uses Siri basically, but it's only for apps like ones that let you send money or make reservations or maps or a couple other ones. And and these are domains and it's pretty limited at this point. Um, if they could introduce a domain that let me integrate Siri with kitchen sink uh, so that you could say, hey, dingus, add celery to kitchen sink and get it added to your shopping list. Um, that would be amazing, and I would love it forever. I, w- I would love it, whatever it is. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, the HomeKit stuff would, that's, I think, second on my list. That would be pretty amazing. Um, and oh, other than that, one other thing that I've been thinking about, and some other podcasts have started to uh, kind of spark rumors about this, is if Apple could start, separating the pieces of iTunes off into separate apps. And if they came up with a standalone music app that was only for their streaming service, that might be enough to get me to jump ship um, from Spotify. There would be things that I would miss about Spotify, but um, not using iTunes might might be enough for me to uh, try out Apple Music again if they uh, split that off into a separate music app. So... Yeah, last time I tried out Apple Music was when it first came out, and I didn't really give it a big chance during its revamp, but just in the last like week or two, uh, I've been taking my trip down memory lane and listening to some music that I liked back in the day, and that's all contained in the music app, so I've been using it a little more uh, recently, and some of that stuff, like I haven't used the Siri integration much, but that is like, to me, the killer feature with uh, with Apple exactly. Music. Exactly. Just how tightly integrated it is with the OS and exactly. all your different devices. Like, I, I would totally be down to give that another chance. And so if they happen to do another three-month trial that I was eligible for, I would not mind at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, the big thing for me is I do a lot of listening to music through the desktop, and iTunes is just a complete whale for me. It's basically unusable. Anytime I try to launch it or use it, everything is freezing or it takes 30 seconds to start up. So uh, a separate streamlined music app in the vein of the Photos app that they came out with a year or two ago, um, that would be enough to get me to try it at least. Because like you said, the integration with the OS and, and Siri and, and all that, um, that is hard to beat. So I would have to uh, yeah. try it out even without a f- free three-month trial. Yeah, well, what was it, Lion, that they kind of build as like back to the Mac, like a bunch of features that they had in iOS that they're bringing back to the Mac. And uh, 
The one thing that I notice iOS has that the Mac does not is a dedicated uh, iTunes store uh, separate from the music app, exactly like you were just saying. So if they were to make that move, I would be not that surprised and actually uh, pat you on the back for, you know, uh, a really good guess. So we'll we'll see if that ends up panning out and coming to fruition. We will see. And if it happens, I'll be there to see it in person. Yes. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it shortly after. Yep, sounds good. Uh, let's see, anything else that you want to talk about? Or uh, should we call it a show? No, let's, let's call it, man. I think that was a good one. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, so if you want to find me on the interwebs, uh, my stuff is on www.adamcomp.com and uh, follow me on Twitter, at Adam Comp. Um, Aaron, where can people find yep. you and your stuff? So, I am also on Twitter. It is at Aaron Comp. I got a Snapchat, which is at Aaron Comp. Uh, and go ahead and add me on Facebook, which is my name, Aaron Comp. Hit up the book face. Um, and if you want to find uh, any more episodes of TechDown, those can be found at www.techdown.fm, as well as uh, we post all of our new episodes to the at TechDown FM uh, Twitter account. So follow that. Yes. And if you like the show that much, uh, go ahead and leave us an iTunes review or like recommend us an Overcast if that's your podcast player of choice. You know, get the word out. This is this is a good podcast. We're trying to grow our tech down nation. Good idea. Um, all right, man. Well, good show. Um, I think uh, you have re-earned your mullet, so go for it. All right, I'm going to start growing that out now. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> all right, see you, man. See you.